the Launch Chat, where we answer your startup questions every single day. I'm your host, Jay Care, founder of Launchpeer, and today we're going to be talking about video game apps. Uh, no, I'm just joking. This will be pretty pertinent to everyone. We are talking about a video game, uh, though. Joe from Atlanta, Georgia has a question about how long you should be working on your product before you launch it. And he has some pretty specific timelines in here. So, hey, if you're working on an MVP or your first product or you're trying to bring your product to market, how long should development of that product take before you finally launch it? We're going to be talking about some caveats to that. Are there any general rules on how long it should take and all of that other stuff? So hopefully, whether you're working on a video game or not, you'll know after this what you should be spending your time on before actually going live. Today's question comes from Joe in Atlanta, Georgia. He writes in, I'm a former games developer of six years, recently turned social app developer. Normally, small games take one to two years to develop and larger ones three to four years. I've been reading posts here that say six months to a year is a bit too long for a development build, which is surprising to me. I love what I'm doing and thoroughly believe in the problems I'm solving. So there's a lot of effort put into the app where it looks and works better than the industry's top examples. Is six months to a year too long to be building out an app before going live? And are there exceptions? Hey, Joe. So thanks for your question. After digging into it a little bit more, it sounds like you're building a social app and and you're just used to kind of how video games get developed, which, yeah, video games take a long time. I'm actually always, always incredibly impressed by video game developers because, I mean, you know, when we're building apps, like let's let's talk about like Airbnb or Uber, for example. Okay, I press a button, it books a car. There's some a bunch of backend stuff that happens, and you know, a driver gets pinged to come pick me up, all that stuff. That's great. But like if any of you have ever played Fortnite or Minecraft or any of those games, it's like they're incredible. Like the graphics, the open world feel, the fact that hundreds of people are playing the game at the same time, like Fortnite, a hundred people are playing at the same time. And I have to when I pull a trigger on a gun in Fortnite and the other person pulls the trigger on the other side of the world, all of that happens at the exact same moment. And it's just incredible. Like it's, it's amazing that they were able to build something like that. And so for video game developers, like I'm kind of jealous. I mean, there's a lot of skill involved in doing something like that, but building video games is not like building technology startups like a, a social media app, which is what Joe, it sounds like he's trying to build. Although I think there's a lot of general principles that should kind of be held to. One of the problems I've seen, and if you've seen any of the documentaries on Netflix about indie de- indie gamers, uh, indie, de- indie game developers more specifically, you see that it's a really hard industry to work in because what's happening is the principles that are in the tech startup culture haven't really made their way over to video game culture yet, where they're building something very small for a very select audience that doesn't take a long time to build. They pre-release it to a very small number of people. They get feedback. They come back. They build onto it a little bit. They go get feedback again, build onto a little bit more. So they're kind of hedging their bets a little bit, which is what tech startups do all the time. Okay. For the customers that we work with at Launchpeer, what they're doing is, and this is just startups in general, you validate your idea with something as small as possible. Usually it's just a landing page. And then you go, you build something incredibly small, like an actual working product that's really minimal. You launch it to a select group of people. You get their feedback. You go back, you work on it a little bit more. You incorporate their feedback and you launch again. And you just keep iterating over and over and over and over again. Okay, and to do that in the tech startup world doesn't take six months to two years to do it. 
Usually, I mean, to do that whole process takes six months to two years, but to build that first product doesn't take that long and it shouldn't take that long. Okay. But it just depends. I mean, when Joe's asking this question, it sounds like he's asking it from the point of view of a full release. Like the game is now done. Usually I've seen that take one to two years, but people keep telling him that, you know, six months to a year is too long to launch something. Well, that is true to launch something that is too, that's, that's taking too long. But if you're talking about launching something small, then you should have something launched within a couple months. It shouldn't take you six months to build your first product. If it's going to take you that long to build it, you're probably doing something wrong because you should be going and building something a lot smaller that takes a lot less time, not full releasing it, but at least partially releasing it to a small group of people, getting their feedback, and then incorporating that feedback into your app. Now, I know some startups don't do this, but... I think what's happening is we see the startups that are successful not doing that. And we say, oh, well, you don't have to do that. Well, what about all the other startups that didn't do that, that failed? Okay. It doesn't make sense to go build your full product or a product that takes six months to 12 months or two years when you can build something that takes a couple of weeks, launch it and see what people say. I just had a conversation with the founder the other day who said, you know, we were talking, he was thinking about working with us um, in our I2F program. And he said, you know, I really think that I should build all of these features into my product before I do anything, because I don't think people will use it without all of these features. And I said, okay, let's sit down and talk about this for a second. Let's say you only built 10% of the features into your product and then you launched it. And let's say you were right. Nobody used it. What are you going to do at that point? Oh, well, I'm going to go build the other features that I think people would want to use. Okay. Well, what's stopping you from doing that then? Why not take the chance that some people might use it with 10% of what you actually want? And hey, worst case scenario, they don't use it and you're going to go do what you want to do anyway, right? You're going to go build in those other 90% of features. So why not just start off with releasing a handful of features first, see if anybody's interested, start getting people giving you feedback, and then you can make decisions. And worst case scenario, if nobody does that, nobody signs up, nobody decides to use it, hey, back to the drawing board, go ahead and go build in all those other features that are going to take more time and more money and more resources to do it and then launch it again. There's nothing wrong with launching more than once, guys. This happens to every single business. Last night, I was uh, sometimes I get kind of addicted to the Facebook suggested videos tab on my phone and I'll just scroll through a bunch of videos and I'm a comic book geek. So I get a bunch of video game and comic book stuff going through my Facebook feed all the time. And there was a video that said Fortnite over the years. If you guys don't know what Fortnite is, this is probably going a little over your head, but it's basically like a, a, what's the best way to describe it? It's a video game that people play Xbox, PS4. I think there's a a desktop version too. I don't really know, but my kids love playing it. I like playing it too. It's pretty cool. When I first saw it come out, I was like, that's weird. But I thought it came out in 2017 because that's when it started getting really popular and it's huge now. Okay. They're making money hand over fist and you don't pay to play the game. You pay for upgrades in the game, which is incredible to me, but they make a lot of money doing that. But anyway, it was this thing that said the evolution of Fortnite from 2011 to 2018. And I was like, 2011, (laughs) I didn't even know they were around in 2011. They've been working on this thing since 2011. And what they've been doing since then, and they probably were built working on it even before then, obviously, but their release to like a general public was in 2011. And if you look at the game, it's totally different than what it looks like now. 
totally different. I mean, it's just, it's incredible how much difference there is, not just in the looks and feel, because obviously technology changes, so they're able to put more stuff in it. But I'm talking about like the story, you know, the general like mode of how you play the game and what the ultimate goal of the game is and all of that stuff. Well, that's because over the years, for six or seven years, they were getting consistent feedback over and over. They'd build something, launch it, get feedback, build something, launch it, get feedback, build something, launch it, get feedback, build something. And this cycle continues over and over and over again. And it even happens for some of the biggest startups around. Facebook still does this where they build something and they release new features. There's actually a thing at Facebook. You can go look and do some research on this and probably one of the smartest things Zuckerberg has ever done, which is most of his engineers, especially the senior ones, have control over limited releasing features that they want to experiment with to the public. Okay, so at any given time, there could be hundreds of thousands of different versions of Facebook that different people around the world are using because different engineers are testing different things to see, okay, well, I wonder if I change the menu tab on the bottom, if that's going to make people interact with the newsfeed more. Or I wonder if I change the newsfeed, the order of where the emojis are, if that's going to get people to engage more with the posts. I wonder if the color scheme is going to make it where people are more engaging. So if you've ever noticed that you're running a different version of Facebook on your phone than your friend, that's probably on purpose. Okay. And they do this over and over and over again. And for you as an early stage startup, when you're just starting out, you need to be doing this too. It's just your increments in terms of how often you launch something are probably going to be like faster as opposed to, you know, farther between. And so you're going to build something small within a couple of months, launch it. Another couple of months go by, you build something else small based on feedback, and then you launch that again. And then you launch again, then you launch again, then you launch again. If that's not what you're doing, then you're doing something wrong. Okay. So just to go back to Joe's question, for technology startups, spending six months to a year building something without having already released something to some group of people, even if it's just a handful of people, is the wrong move. You should be spending maybe a couple months, two to three months tops to build something before you release something to someone and start getting their feedback. Don't let yourself live in your own head when you're trying to figure out what you should build into your product. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Launch Chat. If you haven't already, go join our private Facebook group. We go live every week dishing out information about how to create better Facebook ads, how to grow your startup, how to build an awesome startup, how to validate your idea, and a bunch of other stuff. And we let our community vote on what we're going to be talking about. So go to launchpeer.club, request access to join the Facebook group, and I'll see you guys there.